Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's crime does not pay on the shadow. Last week was the last episode of the 1944-45 season, and we are missing about the first six episodes of the, the next season. However, this episode we are listening today is the same script that was used on January 21st, 1945, under the name Death is Just Around the Corner. So, Technically, it's still in that 1944-45 season. However, this ep version we were listening to was recorded in Australia featuring R Richard Ashley as Lamont Cranston and aired on August 30th, 1951, and it's called Out of This World. of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man of our town. Several years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today we feature the shadow in an adventure 
out of this world. Early morning. The scene, Lamont Cranston's flat. It's all right, I hear you. I'm coming. Commissioner Weston. Good morning, Cranston. Come in. Hey. What are you doing here this hour of the morning? I was investigating a case in this building. Just dropped in for some coffee. All right, come into the kitchen. Thanks, What case, Commissioner? Well, it's a strange business, Cranston. There's been a wave of assassination that's hit this city that's got me confused. I don't know where I stand. Fascinating. I haven't heard about any murders, either. Well, we've been keeping them hushed up. We've found five men murdered in the last two weeks. Each murder looks exactly like suicide. Except for one thing. What? On the palm of each dead man, we found a curious mark. A circle with a small cross under it in some kind of purple ink. Oh, by the way, do you know a Lester Smith from the fifth floor? He's the latest victim. No, I don't. Circle and cross. Where's the cup? Hmm? Oh, in the cupboard over there. Oh, thanks. Almost been driving me to drink. And, uh, where's the milk? Just open the service door there. Look the morning papers are left outside. Good. Hey, Cranston, what kind of paper do you subscribe to, anyway? The Globe? Why? No, no, not the Globe, this other one. The one printed in purple ink on grey paper. I thought it was an advertising section at first. Hmm. Grey paper? Here, let me have a look at that. Yeah, it's lying underneath the Globe. <laughs> I've never subscribed to anything like this, Commissioner. Well, I've never seen a paper like that before. Seems to be called the room. Exactly. And do you notice the day on top of it? 33rd lustrum in the ninth sequence of the sixth epoch. <laughs> what that's supposed to mean? <laughs> the totality enemy of arch-ascension master, the known as Fraser Blackburn, was yesterday aided to new life. Is that English? The kind of English. The kind of futuristic writers claim our descendants will speak in a few centuries. Well, if this isn't the weirdest thing I've ever come across... A moment, please. Huh? Oh, good morning, my dear Mr. Cranston. Good morning. Apparently, you know my name. Why, yes, Mr. Cranston. I like to know my neighbors. My name is Brand. I am very much afraid you have my morning paper there, Mr. Cranston. Is this your paper? Look here, Mr. Brand, what's it all about? Try to make sense out of it. <laughs> it's really quite a simple matter. I happen to belong to a lodge. This is our news bulletin. We write in such odd fashion merely to be different. Oh, I see. Well, here's a paper, Mr. Land, only I don't see how anybody can understand it. Oh, it makes a great deal of sense for those who know how to read. Good morning, gentlemen. Commissioner. Did you happen to see inside his flat? No, I was concentrating on the paper. It was weird. From what I could see, the furniture and decorations were something definitely not of this world. Oh, now, Cranston, I tell you, I caught a glimpse of photographs on the wall. Hey, look out, the coffee's falling. And those photographs could not have been taken anywhere on the earth. Now, forget about it, Cranston. And you heard that music, didn't you? 
that we are an earthly and human music. Oh, it's probably all something to do with these large transfers. Now, don't let your imagination run away with you. There's your phone. All right, all right. Probably the department. They know I'm here. No, go ahead, Commissioner. Hello, this is Winston. What? Not again. All right, I'll be right over there. You want to exercise your imagination on something real, Cranston? Mm-hmm. Well, get your clothes on and come with me. There's just been another of those assassinations. Good morning, Commissioner. Hello, Timothy. Where's the body? Right here, sir. All right, let's have a look at it. Just like all of it. Seems like a bona fide suicide, doesn't it? Yes, it certainly does, Commissioner. Pistol in the right hand, wound in the right temple. Powder burns and everything. Well, I'd believe it was suicide or shot if it wasn't for that mark on his palm. Yeah. You see, Cranston? Yes. The purple, small red cross under it. Uh, Commissioner, I was thinking. Uh, perhaps all those other men in Mr. Blackburn here belong to a suicide club or something. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What did you say his name was? Uh, Blackburn. Uh, Fraser Blackburn. Fraser Blackburn. What's all of you? Commissioner, don't you remember? In Bland's paper this morning? All that mumbo-jumbo ray? Well, what about it? That item about Fraser Blackburn being aided to a new life. Oh, yes, I say that's right. This is something we've got to find out about, Commissioner. Now, 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 wait a minute, Cranston. Now, did only go off to the tangent. That item might have meant that Fraser Blackburn was promoted to a fancy rank in his lawn. Mm, perhaps it could, but then again, perhaps it meant murder. Why the hurry? I'm trying to beat Weston to the punch. I want to ask Bland a few questions before Weston sees him. Why don't you bring me back with you? Huh? Tell me what you think of my story, Margaret. It's too fantastic, Lamont. Commissioner Weston was right. You are going off into a tangent. There must be some rational explanation. I hope so. And that's what I'm going to find out. Well, how? I want you to ring Bland's doorbell. When he opens the door, pretend you're looking for me. But you'll be with me. The shadow will be with you, Margaret. I'm going to that flat with Bland. You go back to my place and wait for me. Oh, all right, Lamont. Well, this is it. Go ahead. Yes? What is it, please? Oh, oh, excuse me. Isn't Cranston here? I'm very sorry. You had the wrong place. Mr. Cranston lives next door. Oh, oh, thank you. Not at all, my dear. Good morning. It is strange. I have not. Who's in here? Pull out. It is the shadow, Glass. The shadow? Oh, yes, I've heard of you. They say no man can see you. Evidently, that is true. I've been expecting you. What are you doing at that instrument panel? You shall soon see, shadow. We can discuss your visit while my machines operate. Operate? Ah. I must have data on you, my dear Shadow. I cannot permit your invisibility to handicap me. I must know with whom I am dealing. No man knows. The Shadow. But my machines will. And they will tell me. Listen. 
In another two minutes, we'll have you indexed, x-rayed, and photographed. <laughs> Exit the shadow. Yes, it's perfectly true, Margot. When Bland's machine started operation, the, the shadow fled like a thief. The diamond. Bland may have been bluffing or telling the truth. I don't know. But I can't risk the shadow's identity being known until I find out more about what we're fighting. Mont, I, I just can't believe all the fantastic things you're implying about Bland. They just can't be. Perhaps, Margot, but then... Wait. Uh, Mr. Cranston, greetings. May I enter, please? Yes, come on, Bland. We were just talking about you. How very odd. I was just talking about you, Mr. Cranston. I have very bad news for you and the young lady. Our chief is displeased with you. What do you mean? Our chief is quite angry. Jupiter, I have never heard him so angry. The young lady should never have brought the shadow into my house. What's that? We know you and the young lady, Miss Blaine, is it not? Our friends of the shadow. Analysis of our historical tabulators has shown you have invariably brought the shadow into cases in which you are involved. Go on. It was a serious mistake so far as we're concerned, Mr. Cranston. We don't like it. Who are you? I see no harm in telling you, in view of what will shortly take place. Listen carefully, my friends, and try to understand. We are not of your world. Where we are from does not matter. We are not of your world. We look human, we play the role of human, but we are not of your breed. You sound like some kind of organization. How many are you? Perhaps three million to date. Yes, we are an organization. A secret one, you might say, but we have discovered the best way to keep a secret is not to have one. We come out into the open, my friends. We live with you and work with you. While you ignore us with prank, mug innocence, we appear to be your friends, your brothers, your fellow men, are preparing to take your world away from you. And those assassinations? Ah, you deduced that from our paper, eh? Most unfortunate that it fell into your hands. Unfortunate for you. Yes. As the years pass, too many humans like you begin to ask embarrassing questions. Some we put off with reasonable explanations. Others, like yourself, must be answered more strictly. Like Fraser Blackburn. And you're so sure of yourself that you're warning me. Merely so that you will accept your feet gracefully, my friends. So that you will not put us to the bother of pursuing you. You are surrounded by us. You do not know which of your friends, your enemies, your acquaintances, your neighbors. Maybe one of us. The chief is displeased and instructs me to end your curiosity. That means, as sure as this earth of yours will be ours, you will be dead in one hour. We'll return to the shadow in just a moment. But first, your announcer with a message.
And now, back to the shadow. Lamont and Margot have just come out of his apartment building. A taxi is cruising past, and Lamont calls. Taxi? Hey, taxi, over here. Lamont, why are you rushing out of your flat like this? I, I feel like a fugitive. Get in, Margot. That's exactly what you are. 125 Park Road, driver. Yes. I'm taking you home right now. You don't believe that fantastic story Bran told us? I don't want to. But you do. Oh, Lamont. I've seen his flat. His fantastic scientific equipment. I'm confused, Margot. I don't know what to believe. What are you going to do? Fight. Millions of men? You may have been lying about that. I don't know. All I know is you don't have to fight an army. You'll fight its generals. If I can get Bland, we won't have to worry about his organization. How are you going to do it? The first thing is to get you home where you'll be safe. We'll work out a code signal so we can phone each other and be sure to whom we're talking. All right, people. Out you get. So soon? Hey, just a minute. You've made a mistake. There's no mistake. I said 125 Park Road. You've taken us to the middle of the park. And it's starting to rain. I don't want to take a walk in this weather, driver. This isn't any mistake, Mr. Cranston. Get out. <laughs> you mean you? That's right. The boss has ordered your execution. So get out. Both of you. You've got two minutes to say goodbye. Don't try any tricks. I'm pretty quick with a gun. Lamont, what are we going to do? Take easy, Margot. LCR 9, defender. Check. Go ahead. Have Cranston and Lane. Carry out operation. Hey, did Bland instruct for Mark on Palms? Well, check. Well, Harry, I'm in the middle of the park. Won't be interrupted. No instructions on Bland. Carry on. Acknowledge. All right, people. Here's where you get him. The lady first. The gentleman first. All right. Pity you got too curious. That's a dangerous decision. Oh, come on. Get out of the way, Margo. You'll never get away with it, Captain. I'll get away with a lot more before I finish. Stop that gun. Drop it. Oh, watch out. There's a car coming. Let me get it. Just one punch, gentlemen. Come on. he's been run down. Quickly, let's get out of here. There may be more of Bland's people. Now run. Now. We'll be safe tonight, young lady. This is much better. Oh, I'll say best of all in Commissioner Weston's office. Mr. Cranston! Hey, Mr. Cranston! Hello, Mom. I'm Halliday of the Globe. Don't you live in the building where they found that assassination case this morning? Oh. Well, what about it? Oh, can you give us some information? Did you know the dead man? Ever visit him? Know anything about his family? How is he all financially? Now, look here, Halliday. I'm busy right now. Can't just wait until later. Oh, give me a break, Mr. Cranston. You know me from way back. I've got to get some information on this case. Later, I tell you. Come on, Margot. Margot! Margot! Honey, she just vanished in the crowd. It was a trap. You arranged this, you and Bland. Mr. Cranston, what's the matter? I've known you for years. You turn out to be one of them. Go back to Bland. Tell him I'll find Margot and I'll find him too. Margot! Blaine? No. What's up, Benson? Bland's got hold of her. Bland? You mean that hopeless focus character? He's something a lot worse than that. 
Come along, Commissioner. We've got to get to his flat. Yes, now, for the love of heaven, wait a There's minute. There's a chance Margot may be there. Cranston, Cranston, please don't rush me this way. What on earth has got you so excited? Oh, nothing much. Nothing but kidnapping, mass murder, invasion, death and destruction. Hardly anything at all. Come along, Commissioner. I'll explain on the way to Bland. Simply fantastic. Am I supposed to believe your story? Why not? No one really knows what goes on in the world around them. They think they do. They make assumptions. Just because a house looks like a house, they believe ordinary people live in it. But how do they do for sure? Well, here's Bland's flat. Inside quickly. The door's open. Oh, I don't like this. No, neither do I. Hey, hey, hey. This place has been struck there. Just an empty flat. Bland flown the group. I'm afraid of this. I tell you honestly, Cranston, I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes. All right. Come along, Commissioner. Where to? We've got one last chance of locating Margot and Bland. They're probably at the headquarters. Well, how do we know that? What's your idea? We'll pick up that taxi driver's cab, the one who attacked us in the park. All right, then what? I start driving it across town and drive and contact their headquarters and the car radio. But how is that going to help? If I can keep the taxi and the dialogue going long enough, your police radio direction finders may be able to get a line on the source of their broadcast. It's a long chance, but it's the only way to find Margot. If she's still alive. All right, Trenton, I've got you a police escort. I'm going to let this cab fly out, rain and all. Direction finders ready? Yep. Go ahead with the radio. Pray for me. I'm too busy worrying about my own skin. These streets are like glass. Here's the 09 reporting. Reporting on death of Cranston and Lane. Report one hour late. Explanation. Cranston put up a fight. Continue. I got them both. One moment. Kelsey 09 reported killed in car accident one hour ago. Explanation. That's impossible. Margo Lane reported brought to headquarters half an hour ago. Explanation. I tell you, you'll pay some... Bland, listen to me. You'll also be interested to know you forced us out into the open, Mr. Cranston. Your raid appearance has precipitated our attack. It will begin very shortly. I am happy to say you will be one of the first victims of your breed. Switched off. Do you think the direction people had enough time, Commissioner? I'll stop the car. We'll find us from the direction patrol. They're right behind us. Come on. How about this, Timothy? Any luck? Yes, sir. We've here just enough to make a location, Commissioner. The broadcast seemed to come from a spot on the coast. The old Venus Island Carnival. Venus Island Carnival? Come along, Commissioner. This looks like it. Cranston! Cranston! Hey, Cranston! Over here! Where? Oh. Well, did you find anything? No, not yet. You know, this dawn's getting worse. It's exposed out here. An empty summer carnival doesn't offer too much cover. Wait, Commissioner. Hmm? Well, let's stop this wild use case. The direction squad must have miscalculated. Well, I didn't order a special riot detachment down here. It's not a wild goose chase. You'd better get to a phone and call your patrol cars. Uh, what do you mean? Look down towards the shore. That old freak exhibit. The men from Venus. Do you see it? Yeah. And that mark on the sign, it's a circle with a cross under it. Yes. 
That's the astrological symbol of the planet Venus. It's the mark we found on the palms of those dead men. Send out that call for your cars, Commissioner. This is what we're looking for. You can see fresh tracks in the muddy ground leading into place. All right, you wait here, Captain. I'll be back in about five minutes. I'm afraid I can't, Commissioner. Because in one minute, Mr. Bland and company is going to receive a visit from the Shadow. Over here are our files, the records of our members, their names, addresses, and achievements. And those switchboards? They are our communication trunks. All over your world, our members are calling in, reporting, receiving new orders, instructions. Second by second, our work goes on in its minute detail. And second by second, the end of your world draws closer, closer, closer. I don't believe it. I won't. That does not matter. It is a fact. It will be. I don't believe you see what you are. From another world, you'll find us criminals masquerading as aliens. And what if we are, Miss Lane? What is the difference? You will lose your earth, and we shall gain it. <laughs> Who's that? We've met before, Blanche. A shadow? Yes, my friend. It is the shadow laughing at you. Laughing at the insane grandeur of your plans that will come to nothing. A shadow in here? Impossible. The shadow is here, planned. There is no secret that can be kept safe from the shadow. No, this, this is impossible. Deep underground in this hideaway, under tons of sand with the naked sea pounding against the walls of your cavern, you hope to bury your secret trade of murder. But the shadow has ferreted you out, planned. <laughs> the shadow. No. It won't help you. It won't help your brain. You are trapped, Blanche. Listen. Faintly, you can hear the scream of police sirens surrounding the entrance to this place. In minutes, they will descend to ring you out like a sponge. Every secret, every name, every plan. The police? <laughs> no! Don't move, Blanche. I have moved as far as I need. You see this quick shadow? Look well with your invisible eyes. There are explosives set in the outer walls that keep back the sea. When those walls are broken, the sea will come in here. You will learn nothing from us, nothing. You would murder all those people, all beings in the other room? Why not? They are merely pawns. I have my own way out of here. And once I am out, I can build another organization. Get away from that switchboard. <laughs> Too late. I have thrown the switch. Listen. There go the charges in the outer walls. The sea will be in here soon. Oh. Quick, Margo. Out. Take my hand. Yes, Run, Margo, run! You have won for the moment, Shadow, but it is only a delay. We will be back! How you ever got out of that place with Miss Lane is a miracle to me, Cranston. No, not a miracle, Commissioner, but certainly a close call. And you say everything down there was destroyed? Yes. Equipment, records, all those people. Everything is lost in a morass of sand a hundred feet beneath the ocean. Everything but Bland. He said he had a way out. That's all right. We've got men posted all over the... Tracy, look! Hmm? Over there, someone running. It's Bland. He did get out. Stop him! As soon as he gets him in, ask him! Okay. He's down! Come on! This way, Come on! Come on! That's the end of Bland. No matter what he was, he died like a man. But Lamont, which was he? A man or... Or what he claimed. Margot, I really don't know. We have no way of disproving anything he said. 
But if he was telling the truth, there are many more like him still on Earth. It doesn't matter. Without leadership, they'll collapse. Just a little vigilance will be enough to keep them in check. But we've got to be vigilant. We've got to walk with care. Act with caution. Death may lurk just around the corner for us. And we'll never know. In a moment, I'll return with further news of the shadow. But first, you're an answer. You have been listening to the thrilling adventures of The Shadow. One man's relentless fight against the forces of evil. This feature was devised to demonstrate to old and young alike that crime does not pay. Produced by Red Johnston of Grace Gibson Radio Productions. A masterpiece of suspense. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Kind of a strange story about supposed aliens infiltrating human society. And at the end, Margot asked if Mr. Bland was human or not. And Lamont says, we may never know. Except you have the body of Mr. Bland and you can open him up and do an autopsy and see what makes him tick. So there's that. It's now time for listener comments and questions. And Grant writes on Facebook, the shadow on Mondays, the sound has been total crap. That's my word. He, used it, he chose to use a different word. No excuse for le- releasing appalling quality. Reflects on your podcast, do better. Well, Grant, I appreciate you listening and your comments. However, I'm not always in control of the quality of episodes out there. Uh, some episodes are, are really not great quality. And there's a choice of whether or not to, to air them or do what we can to try to preserve them. Because uh, if I don't air them and, and eventually they, they go away then they're gone. At least this way, they're there for some sort of preservation. Um, I do my best to kind of clean up some of the episodes, like reducing some of the noise, but I can't make a beautiful painting out of uh, artwork that's just not up to par. You can't take a bad recording and make it sound like it was originally aired. It's just not possible. Um, I, I do my best to try to find the best qualities of an episode, but those are the qualities that I, I have access to. Uh, so if I do come across a better quality in the future, I will try to replace it. But, uh, you know, it's it's not entirely my fault. It is my fault that I'm airing it, 
but it's not my fault that uh, that's the quality I have. I'm always trying to do better. I'm always trying to get the best quality I can. And uh, it's not always the case. I have to listen to them ahead of time. And sometimes I don't even know what they're saying half the time, but I have to decide whether or not should I, should I still air this? Um, Cause you know, in the using headphones, you can hear a lot more than you can just with speakers or, or coming through the speakers of your iPhone or wh- whatever you're using. But I have to decide, and, and, and I've mostly decided to air them anyway. That way they still get preserved one way or the other uh, as a limited quality. Because we're lucky we have these. And the fact that we still have a copy of these in, in whatever quality is pretty amazing. Um, we're coming up on... on the 1950s of the shadow and there are whole seasons that are just lost and if we get a copy of that that's not maybe the best quality having something is better than nothing at all in my opinion but uh, I do appreciate writing to me and letting me know that you're unhappy with the quality and again some of it I just can't I can't do anything about I don't think it reflects on my podcast if you understand that this stuff is not recorded, you know, this year. I mean, my parts are recorded this year, but the shadow, well, we're in the 1940s. So you know how long that was. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.